Hey, what's up? It's Joey Bravo, Aaliyah Marie. It's time for a sip of tea with Joey and Marie. Yeah, season five, episode five, five, five. Let's go, let's go, let's go. High five, everybody. High five. High five, high five. We're halfway. Halfway. We're halfway there. Yeah, halfway there. Oh, living on a prayer. I can do a whole karaoke. Yeah, you know those like one segments. Um, I don't even know. I think it's Vogue that does the segments of within ten seconds they'll give you a word and you have to think of a song. Based off of that word. Oh, I don't think I've ever played yeah, that. Yeah, it's so fun. Like, I don't play it. I just watch it a lot. And I'm like, how many songs would I know within this like short time frame? And right there, I'm ready to go. I'm ready oh, to do snap. it. I'm ready to do it. Well, <laughs> if you guys want to hear some real singers, man, we do have episodes with real singers on it. Yes, like, yeah. Sipping with Legends, Sipping with Midnight 30, yes. Sipping with Dante Thomas, Sipping with Brothers. Look up all those uh, those past episodes and uh, get your singing on. Yeah. And you know fun fact, you know, originally I had a group and it was called The Dreamers. The Dreamers. Uh, we talk about we talk about a reunion every now and then. So you never know. Maybe maybe after the hundredth episode, the dreamers come back. Who knows? It might happen, Captain. <laughs> we're, we're quickly approaching episode one hundred, yeah. like our one hundredth episode. Yes, we're on season five, episode five, but we are quickly approaching. 100 episodes of our podcast. Isn't that crazy? And thank you for all the support, yeah, everyone who's been I've following been, us through I've been, this journey. I've been looking through my Facebook memories because I always like to check every day because it's always fun to like just see how embarrassing you were 10 years ago. <laughs> yeah, no, right? Uh, but like with that, like just seeing the journey of us starting out at the morning show and then transitioning to our podcast and from us starting our podcast to now kind of what we've encountered with you know different kinds of people from all around the world and sponsorships that we got to collab with and you know the latino latino pods like it is just crazy that we're getting near to the 100th episode and what we've got to accomplish by a 100th episode it's which, been it's been wonderful yeah which with the 100th episode we're going to talk about like our favorite episodes yeah. and just kind of get for you guys to get to know more of us yeah and make sure you follow us on social media joey bravo 208 or leah marie 208 or sip and tea with joey and marie mm-hmm. we're everywhere so hit us up man we would love to have some good times with y'all in the social media world yeah you know and, as well and especially too if you guys like i know we mention this all the time but if you know you know singer or anyone that you're like, oh man, they would be perfect for this show, send them our way. Like we yep. are always willing to just have a variety of people on this show because it's so, I love to see which guests we bring because it's always yeah. different conversations oh, and yeah. different, but it's so positive every single time. We aim to entertain, yeah. give you guys some pop culture uh, news and a lot of fun stuff. Yeah. You know, But um, this is what we're going to talk about today because there's a lot of stuff going on. Yes. Mr. George Foreman, who once... Uh, heavyweight champion of the world is making a comeback mm-hmm. in a major way. And we got to talk about that. Yes. We also got uh, Mr. James Gunn. I think James Gunn, honestly, I'm going to go ahead and say this. He's got a bit of a got a complex. Yes. I'm going to go ahead and say that by now. But he just released the plans for the uh, next decade in the DC universe. Yeah, are we happy or are we not happy? You're going to find out. We're going to tell you. We're going to tell you if we're going to be fighting. And someone just got engaged in the celebrity world. Oh, snap. I'll give you a hint. High school musical. Oh, what? (laughs) And Rock the Bells is going to cause quite the commotion in the ocean because it is going down with this uh, boat trip. We're going to talk about that, all of that, in this episode of Sippin' Tea with Joey and Marie. Let's go. (laughs) So, 
I want to start out with this one because I was so excited and all kinds of emotions because I grew up to watching Vanessa Hudgens in the high school movies. Oh, yeah. And I've also seen her sing. I've seen her do kind of everything and anything. And it's been such a journey, I think, growing up. And, you know, one thing was always like that I was like, man, they're going to last forever was her relationship with Austin Butler. Obviously, that didn't last. Which uh, is the guy famous for yeah, playing Elvis guy now. famous playing for Elvis. And so I was like, man, this sucks because they were together for, I think, almost close to a decade. See, I had no idea. Yeah, they were, but they were always like one of the low-key relationships uh. in Hollywood, I think. And that was really nice. But fun fact about their relationship was he, she was the reason why he actually auditioned for Elvis. And because one day they were in a car just chilling, an Elvis song came on and I guess he was kind of humming to it. And she told him like, you would be the perfect Elvis. Like I would imagine you to take on this role. And he, she was the one that pushed him for it. And so, so I, she's the one who inspired him. The to... one that inspired him. And wow. so I Didn't know, know with, you know, with all this, yeah, with all this fame and everything that's been going on, like he never really, he said that his friend pushed him to do this so he, oh, never, so he said, never actually gave her, her the credit gave her the credit although Ooh. recently he did full confirmation right. he did give her the credit you know said so shout out to her and stuff but i think because he was kind of getting a little bit of a backlash of like hey dude like he's you like were i better the, say something yeah and i'm sorry but you were with this girl for a decade and she pushed you to give do her something props, yeah least. to do something that now you are famously known for now and especially with a movie like elvis presley like that's a big staple but she is officially engaged to a professional baseball player cole tucker and it's oh, so awesome right she's her. been with this guy since 2020. Seems like he hit a home run. Knee <laughs> <laughs> slapper. Knee slapper. But it's so cool. It's so, I'm so glad that she, you know, she's definitely in her prime time being the happiest that she can be and she continues to make projects um, that, you know, just continue to, to showcase who she is as an actress slash singer. I always wonder if she's ever going to drop like more music because she was doing that so much. Oh, that's right. When she uh, was doing high school I totally musical. forgot about yeah. that. You know, can I say something? I, I watched her on the Hot Ones uh, Challenge. Yeah. And honestly, after that, I kind of stopped liking her because she was yeah. so bougie and so like, so, oh, to oh me, my God. I think like, so too. Oh my God. I think so too. After that, I didn't. I just didn't like her no yeah, more. Yeah, I think she can be full of herself sometimes. Yeah. But at the same time, it's almost like she's, she's just so like she knows who she is yeah kind of vibe okay but okay. i think that can be a little bit intimidating and a little intense to some people i mean to me there's times when she does stuff or says stuff that i'm like girl. i could see it that way too okay <laughs> i was like girl you simmer down a little bit all like right, all right i respect yeah. your rebuttal <laughs> but congratulations to vanessa hudgens yeah congrats and, you know her engagement I, I hope that you know sending all the love and positive vibes on that end but it's definitely something that i was like oh Oh, that's pretty cool. Heck yeah. So back in the days, I told you about my uh, my house party stories. I used to throw so many yes. house parties and I used to get invited to house parties. I was doing all this stuff because I moved out when I was 15. So it was like, man, it was just like, nobody would tell me what to do other than uh, your tia, Josefina, which was my older sister. Yeah. And she was kind of like my second mom, <laughs> which she shouldn't have been. You know, all props <laughs> to my sis. I love her so much. And she was trying to control me and try to make me a better person. But instead, I just wild out. Yeah. And so I go party all the time at this house and uh, you know this is illegal but I'm yep. gonna say it <laughs> exclusive I, it was illegal for me but it was illegal for the person doing it because yeah. she was 21 years old and she would invite us all to this uh, to her house to party all the time and she was my girl wants to party all, all the, the time, time party all, all the time, time party See, all the time that's how my mind works I just come out of uh, out of nowhere I'm telling with you if we ever did a segment like that I think we would have a good chance of winning it just saying if they would have put some money on the table I, know. I could do it <laughs> so, she, so she would invite us I, would, I think I was like I was in my early teens because I was working at Sizzlers. Mm -hmm. She invited me uh, or invited all of us to go uh, to uh, another one of her parties because she was hosting a fight 
Uh, and this fight was um, the he was once the heavyweight champion of the world. He was George Foreman. He mm-hmm. fought Muhammad Ali. Muhammad Ali beat him. And after that, shortly after that, he kind of like, you know, fizzled out. Yeah. But he was like a force to be reckoned with. This dude had a major punch in him. And uh, I mean, he would just rock people. Yeah. Big George Foreman, also known for the George Foreman grill, yeah. hamburger grill. Reference to the office where Michael Scott burns his foot yeah. because he wants to smell bacon in the morning. Yeah. There you go. Just a little reference if you don't know what that was. <laughs> so we're over here party at her house and we watch this heavyweight match against George Foreman. Then he was 45 years old. Wow. He was 45 years old and he was going to fight this like 20 something year old Michael Moore. And uh, and and I was like, there's no way this old guy is going to be this dude. This, yeah. You know what I mean? So I'm not going to tell you what happened. I mean, you could look it up, but I just want to tell you. But let me just tell you, George Foreman, get, I had nothing but respect for that man because I had never seen a George Foreman fight till that day. Yeah. And I seen him. And I was like, my man. Yeah. Like, I, I, we were all partying, having a good time, but until that fight came on, everybody was so focused yeah. on this older guy. Well, you especially know? for that, it was like his comeback. Yeah, moment. it was his comeback, yeah. yeah to win, to, to fight for the heavyweight championship of the world. And this dude comes back, mm-hmm. and he gets into the ring. Man, it was uh, devastating blows he was dropping. Yeah. Um, but anyways, so fast forward to now. Mm-hmm. They dropped the trailer. Big George Foreman, mm-hmm. uh, the mir- miraculous uh, story yeah, of it's a long time of the once <laughs> once champion yeah, and future champion, cha- yeah. yeah, of the world. So it's a really long title, but let me just tell you, this one gave me chills. Yeah, when once it just starts off, if I rule the world, I was a Nas. You know, I was like, Ooh. Nas right I mean, this there. is the OG song, but that's that's but the one he sampled. I, I like to give credit to whoever started this trend of using these '90s hip hop oh, tracks, gosh. but trend like making them a different style for yes. the trailer because they just hit I mean they already hit hard as is but adding a little like yeah. a little series look it effect, gives me goosebumps right? just right now just, just thinking a of series it effect, you're like ooh, yeah and it's ooh, just ooh, like ooh. boom a punch if I rule the mm-hmm. world boom you know and I love boxing you know I grew up boxing and stuff yeah. and to me I really got into the sport at that that was in the moment where I really started immersing myself in the sport and the origins and mm-hmm. the, the history well, and the, the champions and the, and the reason and, why a lot of these people did what they did, mm-hmm. you know, and the, the love that they had for boxing. It's always so interesting to see that. Um, and with George Foreman, like, I always tend to forget his backstory. Like, I just, I do sometimes. And then when I get reminded, I'm like, oh my gosh, yeah, I forgot that he did all these things. And watching this trailer, like, it definitely, like, I, for one, I love when, I, I just, I love boxing. I stories love the boxing. of perseverance, yeah, too, are just like, amazing. The boxing stories are just always amazing to me because everyone has different styles of troubled times for them oh, it's, yeah. it's different versions not necessarily that they were poor or whatever it is it's, just, it's like it's like that saying we all have the fight in us yeah. uh, courtesy to our, our to our peeps 12 rounds yeah, podcast 12 rounds right there yeah. but even MG, like, what's up? like with creed when creed 2 came out and there's that where michael b jordan loses the interest of boxing and how he eventually comes back to loving it again it's just it's always like one of those things that i love watching films about like that oh yeah because you get an insight of these people and especially george Foreman, like if you guys don't know his his back history, definitely watch this trailer to get at least a little bit of an insight. But wait for the movie. I oh, think yeah. that the movie is going to portray his story in just yeah, in a beautiful way. way. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, I I love George Foreman. I, mm-hmm. I really always have since since that moment mm-hmm. and on. I've always respected the man 
And then I just, I like I said, I did my diligent, uh, you know, uh, digging, yeah. you know, my deep, what is it, deep dive into his history. Yeah. And that's when I started seeing all this stuff. I was like, wow, why, how was I missing? So obviously, I was a, I was a young, young teenager. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, wow, this this really inspires me. And then Rocky movies and all that. I wanted to, right. So I wanted to fight. But um, but yeah, this, this trailer looks amazing. If you haven't seen it, pull it up. And watch it, and let me tell you, it's going to give you chills because it is one of those type of fights where you come from nothing and you fight all your life to finally do something Mm -hmm. that to you is like, wow. So besides the Rocky franchise, of course, what is another um, of your favorite boxing films? Boxing movies? Mm -hmm. Ooh, there's this one. um, I think it's Cinderella Man. I love Cinderella Man. I love it. I love it. that one. Yeah, that is a great movie. There's so many good boxing movies. Mm-hmm. I think one of the ones that nobody even knows about and nobody ever talks about, the acting was so-so, but the only reason is because I connected to it very well. Mm-hmm. It was called Pride and Glory. Yes. And, and you remember that? And I it, do remember Jimmy that Jimmy Smith was the father and he had three sons that were mm-hmm. boxers. One of them was uh, John Seda. Yeah. He was the one who played... Um, uh, the the husband on Selena, yes, you know, and uh, he's in it, and it, it was just a good and Paul Rodriguez, which yeah. I met him by the way, and he hung out with me, and we were cool, <laughs> and uh, but um, <laughs> but yeah, that was one of my favorite movies yeah. right there. But I mean, there's so many. I mean, uh, Warrior. The one, the one, the one, the one where the UFC fighters and the two brothers yeah. fight. You know which one? I I know it, and I I enjoyed it. I did enjoy it. I think it was pretty long. And I could see what some of the feedback for it was the Muhammad Ali film. Yeah, you know, I loved his portrayal yeah. of okay. Muhammad Ali, but I don't think the story was put together well. Right, and I, I, I would honestly love for them to take on another opportunity of redoing that again. Because yeah. I, I do, I, Will Smith did great playing Muhammad Ali. I think he was amazing, but I just The think script wasn't there. It wasn't me, there, no. just kind of like when they did the Tupac movie, you know? Just, yeah. It, had, it has so much potential to be something great. And it just, and it just wasn't there. Yeah, it, and and it hit so the mark. I know it always gets backlash on the one, but to me, I'm always like, I, I wish someone would just pick it up and just do it again. And especially too, because when I when we watched that one night in Miami, yes. when it's you know, it's I still want to read that book because it's actually book of this journalist that pretty much shows what that one night in Miami would have looked like. Because obviously, this is a fictional story of Muhammad Ali, Malcolm X, um, who else? Sam Cooke. Sam Cooke. And then the football player I can't think of something Brown. Can't remember his name. Oh, Jim Brown. Jim Brown. Yeah, yeah. Um, the one I am Miami. If you guys haven't watched that one, you should it's watch that movie. one. Because Wolf, even though this journalist pictured this one night in Miami, what that would have looked like, that would have been the best conversation to be a part of. Oh, yeah. Um, but with Muhammad Ali, just even to seeing a little insight in him, that would be cool if they brought that actor to come back and play oh, yeah. Muhammad Ali. Because I think he did really well in that film. Yeah, I think so, too. You know, every time I, I watch a trailer about of boxing or anything to mm-hmm. do with boxing, um, the nostalgic... Uh, sense mm-hmm. in my senses kind of like uh, are alerted and i instantly smell leather and blood yeah and sweat yeah um because when every time i go into the ring that was the first thing i would smell the sweat mm-hmm. and the leather and the blood you know because a lot of the times i'd be fighting tournaments yeah and i'd get into the ring and, and it was just it was so weird it was like you'd hear the crowd screaming right yeah but you get so focused on this one individual that you need to it's like it's you or them right mm-hmm. it's you or them so you get into the ring and it almost everything just quiets down and all you see is this person yeah and i remember uh the guy who would train me he was like when everything slows down for you in the ring that's when you're in the pocket, man. Mm-hmm. And and I remember this one fight when I that finally snapped. I went into the fight and everything went slow. It felt like it was slow motion. Like I could see, like there's a spot right there. I'm gonna hit him. Bah. There's right there in the face. Bah. Uppercut. Mm-hmm. Your right hook. Boom. Boom. 
and everything was real slow in my mind because I could see it. Yeah. Like but I was moving like, so fast. You know, you know? what I think of? You know <laughs> when Robert Downey Jr. played Sherlock Holmes? Yeah. And there's like the multiple scenes oh, where yeah, like yeah. he's kind of like that slow motion. Yeah. Like is that kind of like. Yeah, it's kind of like a, a sense like that. It's, right? it's It's like you're moving so fast that everything is moving slow around you. Mm-hmm. Like when they when they show like uh, the flash. Yeah. How he's going so fast and everything's so slow. That's kind of how it feels like. Yeah. And, and at least for me anyways. Or you know, Silver on X-Men. Yeah, yeah. Like- <laughs> so it's to me, it's it, I love the sport. Obviously, I couldn't do it as long as I did because I wasn't I wasn't going to use the sport as a uh, as my profession. Yeah, it was something that just I wanted to uh, just to uh, feel, you know, mm-hmm. to experience, to bite or to fight, uh, uh, fight in a ring, you know, yeah. other than on the street or whatever. I wanted to fight in a ring and just feel that, you know. Mm-hmm. And I did, and I got I got my taste of it. And I liked it, and it was fun, you know what I mean. Yeah. But uh, you know, I moved on to something else. Uh, right. Thank God, because I would probably be like a little punchy, you know. <laughs> and my mama told me I shouldn't use my body, you know. But uh, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like it's just it's just wonderful. I'm I'm so excited to watch this preview. If you haven't seen it, back to uh, the George Foreman, big George Foreman. Look up the trailer. Mm-hmm. It looks amazing. But we got to get into this other trailer right here. Yes. And myself being from a military background, I mean, I always really get I gravitate to these type of movies. For sure. And not only that, but my man, my man Jake Gyllenhaal. That dude is a beast. This guy, Why hasn't he won an Oscar that's yet? That's what I'm saying. Because, I'm sorry, Nightcrawler, one Ooh. of the best Ooh. acting I've seen him do in mm-hmm. the entire films I've seen him. Like, if you have not seen, I'm telling you right now, if you've not seen Nightcrawler, I want you to finish this episode yeah. first. And then I want you to watch that right away. Because, my God, that is one of the best journalist films I've ever seen. That's good. And it gets me so pumped because I feel so much adrenaline and anger with this film. Yes. But in a good way. He was so like, good in it. He was, was so, so dark, so weird. So Good. And there's yeah. another one that he's in. It's called Nocturnal Animals. Oh, okay. Oof. Another freaking good one. Um, advice, don't watch in front of your kids. That's yeah. not a good start one for sure. But man, that is a beautifully made film. And especially with Wait, him. he's Donnie Darko, isn't he? He is Daddy Darko, Donnie too. Donnie Darko. Oh, dang. So this man has definitely come up a lot in his acting, yeah, for sure. Why hasn't he won major awards? <laughs> he's been has nomi- he? No, he's been nominated, but never wins. Wow, that's and I, crazy. But I think with this upcoming film he's going to be in, I sure hope he wins yeah. an award. And it's called The Covenant. Mm-hmm. If you haven't seen the trailer, you should check it out. It's about a soldier who goes in into the Middle East, and uh, they get in they're encountered by the Taliban mm-hmm. but there is there is a translator who's helping them and um, he ends up you know saving Jake Gyllenhaal the character yeah. from the, the for this is what I gather from the trailer and so he saves him but now this guy is being targeted by the Taliban because mm-hmm. the Taliban because of what he did yeah. so now he's on the run they're trying to kill him and his family and stuff and so Jake Gyllenhaal is like at back home with this guilt, like yeah. this guy saved my life, and now he has to run. Yeah, and we can't do it. And we can't about do it. it. And nobody wants to help, so he decides to uh, to go on his own to go help him. Yeah. And to me, that just looks amazing. It's an amazing uh, sounding story to me. It just looks awesome, man. And I, I want to watch it. And, and Guy the, Ritchie. Yeah, and Guy Ritchie is the one who <laughs> who's uh, uh. And you know what? If you're used to Guy Ritchie movies, which you're like, phew, 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 you know, it doesn't look like that in the trailer. No. You know, so it looks a little different. But I but, love it. But it still I, looks amazing. I love it because it keeps me on my toes with what to expect from Guy Ritchie, right? Because yeah. with Guy Ritchie films, you have like The Gentleman that came out, which is awesome. Um, there was that one with Jason... Snatch is my favorite. Snatch is yeah. good too. But I mean, the way he just directs, it's just... Oh, I just love... I Directors are amazing. They're beautiful. 
everything that they do and how they envision it just comes out so cool. And I would love to just like almost like job shadow a director just to see what that looks like. Because with Guy Ritchie films, it just never fails to amaze me. But I also love that this is a different style than what I'm normally used to. And I like that because I think that, you know, at one point directors want to kind of fresh it up a little bit without it being so boring. And people are going to be like, okay, show me something else. I've seen the same shots, same angles, blah, blah, blah. With this one, I'm I'm really excited to see how that's going to go just because even within the two minutes of the trailer I watched, yeah. it was not shot the way I'm normally used oh, to. Oh, and, and then the way they place this song, right? Because mm-hmm. this one, for one, it, got, it gets me in the feels and I'll tell you, tell you why. Both of us. It gets me in the for so many reasons but it's, trailer. It's, yeah, it's that old Tom Petty song, but they slow it down and somebody else sings it with a more deeper voice like, no, I won't back <laughs> down. No, I won't. And you know where it rhymes up. Yes. The Barnyard. Oh, yeah, it's a kid movie. Yeah, whatever. Movie. I cried on it, but I, come on, man. If you haven't seen The Barnyard. Is, yeah, when his dad, come on, okay? Yeah, Sam Elliott. Uh, Sam Elliott is singing it in that in yeah. that version, as a matter of fact. I'm sorry, but like that cartoon and uh, that scene in particular and that song? Yes. Done. I still watch it and I still cry. I do. I was like, you freaking idiot. What were you doing, man? Why were you at this party? You should have been right there with your dad. Exactly. Oh. If you guys have not watched that film and like you have kids, like y'all should watch it. Yeah. The parents will appreciate it more because I think the more I watch it now, it's more adult humored yes. in a sense. It is. But it's just, yeah, that song and then watching this trailer, especially the storyline to the trailer. And then with that song. Oh my gosh. Gets, I, I was like trying to hold up. it together because yeah. I'm like, this is, this is it. I'm going to cry in this film. I already know it. I'm going to cry for two and a half hours. I know. It looks amazing, <laughs> man. So watch it. If you haven't seen it, go check it out. Now, usually we do this at the end of the of the, of the show, but I'm going to do it right now in the middle of the show. Okay. We're going to do this in the middle Switch of the show. It up. We're going to give you guys a new music that you need to listen to. Yeah. All right, new music that you need to get into, uh, new singles that you need to get into because to me, I was like, "Damn, these are these are fire." Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, did I mention the zero four six? I did last week. Yes, you did. Okay, let let me mention a new one. So, Prof is this white rapper who looks like a nerd, doesn't even look like he raps the way he raps, mm-hmm. but the dudes rap like uh, Deliverance. His is cadence is just like off, off the chain, man. This dude like goes fast, slow. You know, uh, just he's got so much emotion, so much character in his flow that it's just it's dope to listen well, to. Well, I've heard, so I've heard his music before. I've heard a few that you would show me, but I just now discovered what this guy looks like. Oh, you didn't know what he looked like? No, and then I was like, he looked like somebody's dad. That does not look right <laughs> because you see these white like I'm sorry, but like you see white rappers sometimes, and you just don't expect that they're gonna carry a flow like that. Yeah, this dude, this dude doesn't have a look. He looks like somebody's dad. Yeah, literally, like, literally, like this he, dude should be walking around in Crocs and, uh, and cargo khakis. shorts. Yeah, like yeah. Son, I don't know, but like this one song that you just dropped with Red it's Man. It's called uh, Pack a Lunch with Red Man. It is fire. If you haven't heard it, look it up. It's called Prof P R O F, mm-hmm. and the song is called Pack a Lunch with uh, the legendary Red Man. This song hits hard. It's got like lyrical artillery that comes at you from left and right. Yeah. You get right hooks, left hooks, uppercuts. I mean, it's, it's, it's fire. Dope. Yeah. I want to throw out another one too because I know we always try to give you guys just a mix of different styles of music because we love that kind of vibe. And I know we've talked about the Sacred Souls a few times, but there's this one song that like always just... I know Valentine's coming up, man. Okay, if you want to play a little romantic music for your ladies, play easier than said than done. Cause, Oof, yeah, that sacred right souls, there. and you're gonna go watch and them I'm this month. I'm gonna go watch them this month. So lucky. Can I, you get an interview? Try I, get an interview. I want to try. I'm gonna get my little microphone that I connect to my yeah. iPhone and just try to. Like, just tell me you're a pot. You're you're a, a host a of a podcast. <laughs> let me in. Let and you want to talk in. to him? Yeah, let's uh, just but do that. That's definitely the sacred souls. Like if you love that 
old school. Just, and you're going to be posting some of the footage yes, on, uh, I'm gonna be the posting with on the Sip and Tea At the end okay. of this month, um, I'll be going the 28th with my, with my homegirls and stuff like that. But definitely the Sacred Souls. That's another vibe, especially with Can Summer. Can I call you Rose? Yeah. I just... <laughs> When Song's I saw Duran, because it's always like the vibe yeah. is like Duran Jones and in the Keishans, mm-hmm. right? And that's always one I recommend to everyone and everyone all the time. But when I watch, because I watched them for two times now, I watched them the first time years ago when me and my now fiance started, we started dating, and we saw them again just this last year. And I cried the second time. Like, I cried probably the entire time watching them perform. Because I'm like, this is some beautiful music, and everyone just looks so in love. And I'm like, oh, this yeah. is great. But these are songs to listen to and artists to listen to. Oh, uh, yeah. And you know, they dropped the, the new trailer of Creed three and they've been uh, pushing it like really hard mm-hmm. right now so i'm way excited to watch creed three that's another boxing movie yes. that we're all gonna go watch at the movie theater mm-hmm. together it's, it's gonna a, be it's a family movie night it's gonna be a family movie <laughs> night but they just dropped some songs from the soundtrack one of them in particular my boy let me tell you mm-hmm. my boy it is fire man jid my boy jid jid just dropped a new single for the soundtrack of creed three called my boy and you've not heard of jid yeah you need to add him to your list because this guy's rhythm and flow dope he's from the dream mill yeah, uh, you, you, you and um, Mike Hill are yeah. the ones who showed me uh, Jid. And oh. I was like, dang. He has one song. Yeah. It's called Surround Sound. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. If y'all have some good speakers in your car, bump Surround Sounds by Jid because right. that one is freaking dope. Yeah, just just start bumping some Jid today. Yeah, just right? do it. Because they're bangers. Mm-hmm. Bangers. All right? That's something that's not mid. All right? right. <laughs> it, it, it ain't mid. Okay? Ain't mid. <laughs> I started learning. I've just recently started learning some, some slang. Some slang. What y'all some lingo. use now. <laughs> um, and so I just found out what Riz Riz is. Oh, the Riz, the Riz. I found that. And I, I only know this because of your brothers, and so I'm, I just goof around. I with know the... this because shout out to my work study, Alex Alejandro from Mexico. Mm, um, Alejandro. That guy he Alejandro. teaches me a lot, and he gets mad because I don't use these words <laughs> in the right way. See, you should be using. I use them to goof around <laughs> with the kids, but you, uh, you are the young one. I'm the, I'm young the older one. one and so you should be the... here's the thing, okay, guys. Yes, in my 24, correct, you are right. But I also was raised with just older people my whole life that I think I just. Develop that like she, she got that old school I'm lingo. Sleeping. She still got that '90s lingo. Yeah, and so like I've had people that are like, "You need to be having fun," and I'm like, "I can by seven o'clock, and I can go home right seven after." O'clock yet? Yeah, I've had enough fun. I like I just it's just one of those things. Okay, what what you gonna do? But like even with like those slangs, I'm always like. Uh, Urban Dictionary yeah. what that say again you're like ooh yeah my man don't have no yeah, risk yeah, like, you, you don't got no risk I don't know what that is <laughs> that's but, called Mackin skills if you right? don't got from back in the days when people say hey, he got Mackin skills that's that's the Mackin skills of I the always day. Use, called the I always use um, are you down a clown down I always clown. use that one that is my go to everyone's like please don't say that and I was like are you guys down a clown let's let's do this let's get turnt right <laughs> I'm definitely gonna be that mom that's gonna purposely um, embarrass my kids so <laughs> All right, man. So we're speaking of music right now, mm-hmm. all right? And uh, this is going to be a huge event. I know I couldn't do it, but it would be dope to go to one of these things. But there is a boat tour, like a like a boat trip, that is being put together by Rock the Bells. Yeah. All right? It is full of hip-hop icons. And this is fire, man. If, you, if you're into the old school, t- trust me, this is the fire lineup. Why don't you give it to them? Yeah, man, this list is too big, and it's for a good reason. And I just think to myself, can you imagine bumping 
on a boat with so many people to this mm-hmm. music. I'm on a boat. Remember like, yeah. Lonely Island. Lonely Island. <laughs> um, but so this is a list that they have so far, and it's a pretty big list. So I'm just going to, you know, give y'all a little taste, okay? Give little you taste. a little taste. Um, but there's going to be Rick Ross, Lil John, Big Boy, which Big Boy, oh my I'll gosh. Cast. I would love to see I love that his man. records. His new records, too, are just fire. <sighs> and a DJ Jazzy Jeff, Oof. MC Light. Oof. Oh, MC Light. Oof. I'm getting excited reading this list, you guys. Gotta what Chuck? Gotta get yes. a rough neck. And so you have uh, Trick Daddy, you have Big Ooh. Daddy Kane, Two Short, Slick Rick, Ooh. DJ Spinderella, Ooh. Pete Rock, Ooh. DJ Quick. Ooh. I mean, this list Dang. continues a little bit longer. Dang, do they got enough fire extinguishers on that boat? Because it's going to be fire. I freaking <laughs> know. Because I, oh man, I would love to be in that boat. I'm sorry. But like hearing those vibes and it's a good kind of weather too. You're just yeah, like, dang. life is good. Life is good in that boat. Wow. So look, we've already said this before and we talked about how we record this uh, show on Sunday. So mm-hmm. we're not going to get to see this iconic moment in television history that's going to be happening um, on the Grammys the tonight. Grammys. The Grammys. All right. So the Grammys are going to be uh, hosting a monumental performance it's a dedication mm-hmm. to the 50-year anniversary of hip-hop. It's this year. Wow. Whoa, 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 50 whoa, years. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Ooh, half a century, baby. Yes. Let's go. I'm telling you, man. This is going to be amazing because my man, Questlove, from The Roots, one of the dopest, one of the dopest out there, he has uh, you know, put together a lineup that is strictly, I mean, Straight I'm so up excited! Amazing. Like I am so excited. I, I love Questlove. I oh, yeah. love Questlove. I love. I love because he uh, actually wrote a book, yeah. and I can't think of the book on top of my name that he wrote. I, st- I still have yet to see uh, to read it. And he's put together document like this guy. Hey, shout out to him who won an Oscar the same time when the slap happened because right? everybody kind of uh, it's overshadowed him. It overshadowed him so big, and I'm just like, y'all, give yeah. Questlove the flowers he deserves. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, so excited to see this. But don't worry because we are going to be um, posting later this week, kind of like a reaction video to what we saw because I'll go tell you what I'm going to probably talk about it for like a week and a half mm-hmm. of this just I don't even know what to expect and I'm so excited who's on the lineup so far <laughs> I mean the there's, there's a lot oh my god there's so many people I know for one Lizzo for sure which I'm excited if you guys haven't heard there's a song and I thought I brought up I think it was like last week it's called special mm-hmm. she just dropped a music video to this mamas girls daughters everyone y'all gotta watch this video because this is the coolest video ever and it just it made me so happy because she is a superhero in this music video mm-hmm. and she's saving little girls and, t- and just telling them that like you are your own person and you got to like you get to live life the way you want to do it and so I'm excited to see if she does um, pr- um, perform that song for sure Lizzo I just ugh, that girl that girl I would love to see her perform all in general for sure so they're saying with the celebration of this 50th anniversary of hip hop I mean there's going to be artists like Missy Elliott mm-hmm. Public Enemy Grandmaster Flash Queen Latifah Run DMC you Lil Wayne Rakim LL Cool J and so many more I mean we're talking even Busta Rhymes we're talking Method Man okay hold back hold back they they, they can't know all this oh they got all that you gotta get, keep us on their toes but i'll tell you what queen latifah is my girl i remember when i was U-N-I-T-Y. in high school yeah when i was in high school i did a um for my speech class i had to talk about a famous person now my sister she used tupac and like that's where she developed her true love to tupac right there but i developed my love towards queen latifah and i remember i did my whole latifah. project on her and just like everything from her motorcycle accident and to just everything that who she's become now and i remember that I was talking about Queen Latifah for my, my speech, and I had to show like an example of like who this person is. And I remember like you and Ity. I thought I had found the clean version for this video. Oh, damn! You played the dirty and version so there. I click it, and she's about to perform, and I'm like sitting back, like this is gonna be nice. It's gonna be good. They're gonna know what's and up. 
then it goes, who are you calling a B? And I was like, oh, oh. oh this is not the right one. I'm so sorry. And I just like remember seeing my speech teacher just like, oh, okay. Yeah, like, she, did, she didn't want to be she didn't want to be socially uh, incorrect. Yep. Right? So they let it play, but I'm like hearing her lyrics, and I'm like, you're like, mm. I better get an A. I did get an A. Nice. By the way, but I think like it would have been too awkward if they would have lowered my grade, <laughs> and that would have been the reason why. But because of that speech, I've like. My love for Queen Latifah is just that girl. Just she's amazing. She, she's an amazing actress, amazing <sighs> singer. Did you ever hear her like her like bluesy album? Yes, so good. Man. And even when she had her talk show for a little yeah. bit, like this girl is amazing. So everyone on this, she list, had Afro on her show. Remember yes. Afro? And we met Afro. And we got to hang out yeah. with Afro. Afro was so dope. it's just it's cool. I'm excited for the lineup. I'm excited that. You know, the night that the Grammys follow on is the 50th anniversary hip hop because these are just things that you guys know we love hip hop. That's one of the biggest things that we talk about in every episode, no matter what it is. And I just I'm excited to see what they're going to represent as the love of hip hop. And I think so many people are going to appreciate it for just so many reasons. Oh, yeah. Most and definitely. I, I do hope that they do, in a sense, kind of even bring in the new generation. It'd be cool to kind of have that combo of old generation passing over that torch to the new generation because now the next 50 years it's going to be these people that are going to carry on that torch most definitely now it's time to get salty all right salt salt i'm gonna throw some salt at this right here we've been, hype, been hyping the entire time i'm gonna throw more salt than yeah. salt bay i'm gonna throw more salt and than we're gonna salt charge bay. you more yeah, just kidding yeah. yeah so you might want to get your water to, uh, ready all right more yeah. more than just tea some water because yeah we about to get thirsty yeah and i think just thirsty, everyone thirst, salty. <laughs> i just i just think everyone gets salty with dc no matter what well dc dc's just I don't know. I don't think DC knows exactly what they want. And I think with them hiring James Gunn, I think James Gunn has kind of developed a little bit of a God complex. Um, Yes. You know what I mean? And dude thinks his his, uh, poo-poo don't stink. Mm -hmm. But from what I hear, uh, roses really smell like Mm poo-oo-oo-oo. So let me tell you, man. This guy put out his eight to ten year you know lineup yeah for what's gonna happen obviously my man superman henry cavill not coming back we yeah. all know that which uh, i am so po'd yeah. only because that was the reason why he left the witcher exactly and you mean to tell me that my man ain't gonna be superman and it's not gonna be on the witcher like nah. what are you guys doing <laughs> well th- and that's the thing man so he's he's gonna do another superman movie i don't even know if i'm really excited about this honestly so what he says is gonna be called superman legacy which will be the true beginning of the dcu mm-hmm. and this is being written by Gunn himself and it's due in uh, 2025 and it's going to focus on Superman balancing his Kryptonian heritage and his human upbringing. <sighs> all I know what is... What happened? Did yeah. I say something? All I know is like with Batman, I think that Robert Patterson, like he yeah. got it at a good time because they're going to they're gonna use him one more time. Well, he said that that, that those have nothing to do with this universe. Yeah. These are outside uh, uh, movies kind of like the Joker. Yeah. Um, Which they're I'm outside still, movies. Yeah, I'm still fine universe. with because mm. I, they switch up Batman like every every so often and it's like Robert Patterson really brought out the Batman in this one and yeah, I just, just want to keep on to him just a little bit longer. That was one of my favorites. Give me some good films before y'all drop him, okay? So, and then some of these, <laughs> these movies, they just seem like kind of like like ripoffs like this one it's a film uh, uh this this film is going to be called the authority which is a superhero team-up film based around the characters from wildstorm who take matters into their own hands to do what they believe is right okay just like every other film that yeah. has a team of superheroes okay okay <laughs> okay cool cool 
cool, I guess. Yeah. And then next up is the Brave and the Bold, which will introduce the Bat Family. It includes Damian Wayne, not Damon Wayne's Jr. or Damian Wayne's the you know the the, the iconic com- comedian, yeah. but Damian Wayne's version of Robin. It's a new Batman separate from Robert Pattinson's projects. The film is being called an unusual father-son story. So did you mention it's like Robin? Yeah, it's, it's okay. It's because well, Robin is in it. Yeah, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw this into it. So recently, He's like, I hate you. I hate you. It's gonna be something well, like that. Recently, um, one of the actors from Umbrella Academy, the one that is like the old man that tra- time travels, uh, number. What's oh, his? I can't remember his name. I can't yeah. remember him. But the number actor, him, I think it is number four. But that actor himself, he is joining the DC world. Well, maybe he's gonna be Batman and Damien. Yeah, and so if that's sorry, I'm just like this is a conspiracy. I don't know. Don't believe me on this one. But if that's the case, and he is gonna be in that film, well, from what it would give me a little, uh, give me a little chance because I do like that guy. Well, from what Gunn is describing, Damien, he says uh, he's Bruce's son and he's kind of a little son of a bitch. That's what he says. Yeah. Well, I mean, on Umbrella Academy, yeah. he was an old man in a, in a little boy's body. So <laughs> yeah, This is supposed to be coming out next year, October 3rd. So that's when that's supposed to be but happening. But it sucks, though, because to me, okay, you guys have all these things that are like, you're going to have to prove to me these are going to look good. No, Because well, you guys put a hold on so many things and shut down stuff from left to right. For one, okay, Flash... I'm sorry, y'all could have dropped that a long time ago. Mm. I don't think nobody's hyped anymore as they yeah, used to be. And yeah. with Ezra Miller getting just being to some such deep a weirdo, crap, like I don't like, know, done. D- just drop the flash. I don't even think Michael Keaton is really promoting it either. No, He's because, like, yeah, well, yeah. it's like because Michael Keaton was supposed to be in the Batwoman film, yeah. and Batwoman. Well, from they say it was so terrible, that's why I didn't release it. But it sucks because they spent I, nine ninety million. I yeah, think? it sucked because wow. I think with the cast that they had, the it was just the people who wrote the story. Well, it th- wasn't the actors because this the might people on there. You. This might appease you. I'm just saying. Yeah. Because they do have another one coming up, and it's called Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow. That's Get <laughs> out of here with that trash. So there's the old I school one. So I, I didn't even livid. watch the old school one because no, it looks so terrible. It's, the it is the terrible. 80s. I watched like probably 10 minutes of it just because I wanted to talk trash, and yeah. it was. I was going to keep talking trash but about let me it. T- let me tell you about it. Let me, let me tell you the, the, you know, the, the, the synopsis the of this synopsis, one. Okay? The terrible synopsis. It's going to revolve around Superman's cousin, which uh, Gunn is calling this version of the character much more hardcore. Ooh. And the movie, it's a big science fiction epic film with a Swamp Thing movie. Uh, while a Swamp Thing movie is going to investigate the dark origins of the character and will be much more horrific film. So you're going to put a hold on Peacemaker season two. Yeah. But you're oh, going right. to drop this? Yeah. John Cena. I'm just getting mad now. Because I know because I was really pissed when I found out that they were going to put a hold on, on Peacemaker. It's bull crap. I'm sorry. Peacemaker but that was show, such a good uh, that season. That show such a good really show. gave DC something to talk yeah. about. Well, is, wasn't that one <laughs> produced by James Gunn? It was. That's why I don't understand. Yeah. I was like, bro, you 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 made something badass right there. Like, and why then would you're you not just put it on, on pause? Well, this is why. I'm gonna tell you why. This is why he's gonna put pause on the Peacemaker. Now, I think now I'm hoping that because they haven't announced it, yeah. that maybe he wants to put this one in as a buffer to work on the season two. This is what I'm thinking. Now, this okay. is just what I'm thinking. Yeah. But this is a reason. Because he has confirmed Waller, the TV series, which is revolving around Viola Davis's uh, character, yeah, and that's because the, the Peacemaker is being put in on on um, you know on hold. On hold. And this one is going to be an animated series. Uh, no, actually not an animated series, but it's going to be like the the whole team that she puts together. Yeah, that's kind of what it's going to be about. So that's why. So I'm thinking that they might put this show in the middle. I, but it's a it's a snooze fest, right? I, I mean, Viola Davis is cool, but like, come on. Like, her character is cool. It's cool. almost like they want to rip off the whole thing with Secret Wars with uh, yeah. uh, Marvel. So Simo's saying like everything se- sounds like a rip off 
of they, what Marvel's already they doing. Don't, I'm telling you, with DC, y'all don't... You guys get something, and you don't use that. You just, oh, because this gave such a big hit, now let's bring all these other projects... Work on the projects that are actually giving you money. I like know. I, I know that Black Adam didn't necessarily do the greatest. I love Black Adam. I don't care what people say. I thought it was great. But I thought movie. it was entertaining. Yeah. I mean, I can't say it was like my favorite film of DC, but, well, it, was either, better, but it was better. It was better entertaining than the freaking Zack Snyder Justice League. It was better than Suicide Squad, like, the first one. Oh yeah, and they made a sequel to that one, right? Which, but Suicide Squad two, it, yeah, that was it, fire. it picked up. It like picked up. Yeah. It did what it did. But like with the Black Adam film, like it just was so pointless at the. You know, had The Rock be the Black Adam, this movie came out, and now you're telling me you're not going to make any more Black Adam movies where that was supposed to be a tie into Shazam. Mm -hmm. So you guys are dropping Shazam, which thank God they are, because I like that film and I want to see it. But you mean to tell me you just wasted all that money to produce Black Adam because you were trying to show us like they were going to battle, and then now this film's not there. From what I understand, there was some kind of beef going on with The Rock and them. It is just outrageous. But I don't understand. Yeah. I, you know what? At this point, I don't care. Yeah. They're not making it another is, Black Adam. Well, well it sucks too because you know what they just canceled. So HBO Max also canceled Titans and Doom Patrol. Now, Titans and Doom Patrol, I've watched episodes of both. Titans episodes. was pretty good. And Doom Patrol was actually pretty good. And I'm just, that's what I'm saying is like these have potential to be really good and they can rebuild off of these good things that they're getting good feedback from but they just drop it and start with these other projects well they are i mean this might make you happy but they are remaking a um a uh, 90s corny series called xena the warrior princess but they're calling it wonder woman which is a prequel series on the island of uh Thima, whatever it is before y'all did, trash, birth. <laughs> y'all did trash on wonder woman too <laughs> this do is gonna be dubbed paradise lost it's also in the works man so yeah yeah y'all did wonder woman 2 wrong you did you did my homegirl wrong y'all did everyone wrong that in second that film. was terrible my boy pedro pascal couldn't even save that movie he man could not save like it. my boy did you read the script because it was terrible it man was very all i remember watching it was like hearing my father all tell me like I've been to the White House it looks like that I'm like I'm sure it does but this movie is crap yeah it was corny it was corny and you know I sat through it all I sat through it all and I would never want to do that again. Yeah, it was cornier than a, than a, than a lote vendor. Yeah, it was like, so corny. <laughs> can't, can't do it. So that's, that is our anger. Yeah. Um, of, that's why we salty. Right? Yeah, that's why now we got to get our water, right? <laughs> we got to do this because it's just, it's one of those things. I think that uh, DC, man, like. But they got I, more other stuff. I didn't, really, didn't want to even no, talk about it's it. Just, no, more. it's just, it gets terrible, terrible. Because, like, you mean to tell me y'all going to make money doing those? Whatever. Like, yeah. it might I don't money. think anybody's excited about this. No. I, don't, I haven't heard anybody going, oh my God, did you see the, the, the 10 year plan James Gunn dropped? Oh my God. Yeah. No, nobody. 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 <laughs> nobody Crickets. at all. Crickets. So, that is our uh, tea for the day. Yeah, that's a tea for the <laughs> Where, day. <laughs> you know, we started off very positive and it took a weird turn of all this saltiness and anger nah, in our tones. Nah. Hey, but I got I to gotta, I gotta tell you about a book it's a short book it's really small mm-hmm. um, and it's really simple to read and really fast and really this will uh, uh, get your creative juices flowing mm-hmm. and it'll really motivate you inspire you to do to create you know it's called uh, The War on Art it's an amazing book love that book yeah it's quick definitely it's a quick read mm-hmm. it's it's amazing in so many ways and it'll definitely set you up for the week I mean honestly you could probably read it in one setting yeah so Barnes, Barnes and Noble if you guys like if you like audiobooks you obviously can find it but if you want a super cool decent price cover art of this because like the cover art that Barnes and Noble has for this one is sick it's like ten dollars yep. it's not that bad because, it's called the war on art yeah it's just it's definitely that is for sure I would hands down like that's a good quick book to read 
read if yeah. you just kind of want to keep, keep it up. And another book is too. I know this book is old, but The Alchemist. Ooh. Alchemist. Gosh, The I, Alchemist uh, saved my life and changed my yeah, life. Yeah, man. I remember you like were pushing it for me to watch or to read it for so long, and I ended up reading it not until like my junior year of high school. But that is a book that man, like you're everyone. It's it's really interesting when you hear everyone that reads this book because everyone picks up a little bit something different, but it's still kind of similar to what the premises of this of this is. And now that one, it'd be cool if he did like a short film or something yeah, like that. I, I, I mean, I dope. want to, but also I don't want to see it. Like, I don't know. No, it have a- to be done very, very well. And that the thing about that book, The Alchemist, yeah. is it's been translated, I, I think they said like in a thousand languages, mm-hmm. thousand different languages, that it, it is such a worldwide phenomenon yeah. that if it were to be made into a movie, I don't know if it would work. You know who was no, working on a one? a short film. I, not a full-on but movie. But you know who was working on one? Who was? You know who was? And, and Until before the, the major slap no. thing? Will Smith. Really? Yeah. Well, you know Bad Boys 4 is now yes. fully confirmed. I, you know what? People are hating. I don't give a damn. I'm excited as heck <laughs> to see I am excited this. because the last one, for them to do like a comeback, it was a good comeback of the duo. I loved it, man. It was a good comeback of the duo. I love Martin Lawrence and Will Smith. Like, they're just, yeah. They, 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 so, good chemistry. Yeah, good chemistry. So I was really excited that because it was just this past week, I think he just mm-hmm. confirmed that they were moving forward with their project. And so mm-hmm. hopefully with that being said, he can move forward with a couple other projects like Bright 2. I would oh, love I to see, see Bright that, 2 because yeah. that first Bright, dope, dope Netflix movie right that's there. That's what I'm saying, man. Yeah, so that's what we're gonna leave you with, and we're also gonna leave you with this because we ain't going nowhere, mm-hmm. nowhere because <laughs> we bad yeah. boys for life. Yes. <laughs> she couldn't join me for this, but no. hey, I got it. Yeah, yeah. it's okay. No big deal. I, you know, so just, the vibe like, is just right. like everyone else, I'm drinking my Red Bull to get me through this week. So, all right, y'all have a good uh, uh week. Uh, much love. Make sure you follow us, Joey Bravo 208. Aliyah Marie 208. And make sure you hit us up, sipping tea with Joey and Marie on all social media platforms. And don't forget, man, once you finish listening to this episode right here, listen to our back catalog, man. You'll enjoy mm-hmm. a lot of the shows. And definitely listen to our last week's episode, Sipping yeah. with Eddie Murphy. Oh, it was yeah. definitely a good, good one. one. And just hearing some of the stories Eddie Murphy continues to share the older he gets, mm-hmm. it's definitely a good listen. That's for sure, man. We out.